0: Welcome to A Swift Kick in the Soul. Thanks for joining us again for Life's Meaningful Truths and Other Things of Interest. I'm Marshall Coates. <laughs> Uh, always with me is Halal Nori. Halal, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing great, Marshall.
0: How about oh, yourself? I'm doing real good. Much good. better than last week, I'd have to say. Yeah,
1: good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> always on
0: the mend. Always on the mend. That's right, man. So uh, what's on the docket for today?
1: On the docket today is uh, uh, an experience I have when I tell people that I study martial arts and that I'm a black belt in taekwondo. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a number of different standard responses. But predictably, when I tell people I'm a black belt in Taekwondo, many of them will say something just like this: They will say, "Please don't hurt me <laughs> in a joking manner i hope <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think it's a little bit in a joking manner um and uh but it started to get a little annoying, I have to say really? um because I think, well, gee, uh. I I just met you, of course. Is there a reason I would hurt you? Uh, you know, I I'm not going to hurt you just just because I study martial arts. Just, I mean, what makes you think I want to hurt you? Yeah, please don't hurt me, <laughs> right? Um, or they say, well, I'll be sure not to get you angry, right? As if like they disagreed with me and I'd somehow punch them or hurt them because they disagreed with <laughs> like me. Like being a black belt makes you an intolerable, mean person. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Or at least like a violent person. Right. Um, I, it's it's this association of martial arts with violence. Mm-hmm. Don't hurt me. Um, look, I, I know they're kind of joking and uh, maybe it does make them feel uncomfortable uh, that, uh, when they learn that about you and what it means, like, well, yeah, I guess it does mean I'm stronger or more able, but, um, I, I do think in general, they're just m- making a lighthearted response. Yeah. Uh, part of what is behind it though, is this notion that martial arts is somehow, uh, violent and aggressive. Mm. Mm-hmm. um, And I want to talk about that idea, about violence and aggressiveness, intensity. Hmm. Um, One of the first things you learn in taekwondo is that uh, learning a martial arts can really hurt somebody. So early on in any martial training, uh, you, you come... To realize, well, we're talking about kicking somebody, so I guess there is a measure of violence in it.
0: In your, yeah,
1: it's at least physical contact, right? Which I think is a little different. Violence to me carries with it a, a connotation an there, yeah, yeah, that's Con- right, yeah. Mm-hmm. of um, uh, mean, yeah, it's undeserved physical contact mm-hmm. with somebody. Uh, something you do to somebody else yeah. rather than something you're doing together. Yeah. Martial arts, sparring. It's, you know, we're, we're kicking each other, at least yeah. practicing. We agree. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. We agree to, we agree we to, agree kick, to kick each, each other, <laughs> other yeah. nicely. Yeah. You know, nicely. Sure. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, taekwondo is uh, founded on five tenets. The first of which is Courtesy. In other words, the the most fundamental tenet of taekwondo is to be courteous to other people. Mm. Really kind of the exact opposite of aggressive. Yeah, that's not... Uh, If we both come to the same narrow passage at the same time, the right taekwondo response is to step back and let the other person walk through, Mm. to be courteous, to hold the door for them. Uh, to offer them uh, uh, to go before you. To help them stand up if they have stumbled. These may sound like they're very simple or um, naive kinds of things, but they're actually very deep, meaningful social agreements. Yeah. Which we make. And I think the more consciously we make them, the better. Yeah. Let's recognize what it means to be courteous. I actually think it it means a lot more than that. You know, I I think this is partly a Southern thing. Maybe it's the way I was raised. Um, uh, My mom's family is Southern. We talked a little bit about that. Yeah. And um, uh, she used to say, manners is morals. Oh, interesting. Isn't that nice? Yeah. That to be well-mannered and polite is to have and to exercise good morals. Yeah, I like that. It's, it's sort of morality in daily life. Yes, thank you, mm. no thank you, please, excuse me, after you. Yeah. All these things which uh, seem like they're just nice manners. Well, they're not just nice manners. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, to be courteous is even more proactive, I think. Mm. Manners is kind of well, custom dictates. It's kind of procedural, yeah. But courteous means to really seek out a way which is which allows other people room. Yeah. To be who they are and to allow them to pass by you as you walk through life together and treat them courteously. Mm. Courteously. Courteously. Yeah. Yeah, well said. Uh, yeah that's right. <laughs> uh I I try to put this into practice. Uh, all the time, to hold the door, to say yes, uh, yes sir, no, sir, um, uh, to speak with everyone I encounter in a very deferential way. Mm. And I've found that uh, it takes a lot of people by surprise. They're, yeah. they're, they're not expecting it. <clears throat> so when people say, please don't hurt me, I, I think mm. I'm probably the least violent person you know. Yeah. I'm I'm very gentle. Yeah. Uh, I don't hurt animals in any way. I don't hurt people in any way. I try not to hurt people's feelings in any way. Yeah. I'm very. I try to live the tenets of Taekwondo and to be courteous.
0: Hmm. But. Oh, there's a okay. There's a but. I knew I knew this was coming.
1: Because really, what I want to talk about is I I want to speak in praise of aggressiveness. Interesting. Please don't hurt me. I kind of wish they would say something a little bit differently, which is um I'm glad you're here. Right. I feel better. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to know that somebody with your skills and abilities is with us in this gathering. Yeah. Uh because I see uh the abilities that I've gained through martial arts training as overall pluses in life. This is not <laughs> something I did in order to accommodate the terribleness of life. <laughs> right. This made me stronger and better and more capable. And yeah, it allows me to stand up for myself and for others around me. Hmm. Um, and beyond that, uh, the final tenet of taekwondo is indomitable spirit. Mm. indomitable. I will be undefeatable. I will always, whenever I can, get back up and into the fight. Mm. I will never give up. Yeah. That is aggressive. Hmm. It's not taking the situation as it is. It's seeking it out a way to change it and to be indomitable.
2: Mm.
1: let's let's take a step back for a second and look sort of from a bird's eye view All right um in, in um in taekwondo culture in Asian culture um the notion of the yin and the yang these opposing forces which create the balance of the whole universe right and there's a ever-changing flow of balance between them, but that throughout all the ups and downs of life in all of its variations, there's a balance between the dark and the light, Mm. between the yin and the yang. And all things are a blend of the polar opposites of things. That's right. Uh, That's true of the physical world. That it is constantly in flux between polar opposites and has struck a balance which allows for our life and consciousness. Right. And it's true in the interpersonal psycho-spiritual world. Hmm. Meaning uh, you have good behavior, bad behavior. Hmm. You have passive and accepting, and you have aggressive and dominating Mm. and these forces balance each other out and um they are one is not better than the other in fact one is supposed to quite actively resist believing that one is better than the other yeah because it is the tension and the balance between them that creates anything good that balance yeah that golden mean that that center between two polar opposites that creates something good. Mm. In fact, good can maybe only be defined by that um, ever changing variations, which results in an overall balance of the forces. Oh man. Um, Even deeper than that. uh, If you ever looked at the yin yang symbol visually, and it's really just a visual representation of something that's true more universally, is in the middle of the light side is a small circle of dark.
0: Yeah, tell me about that.
1: And in the middle of the dark side is a small circle of light. To remind us that even the strongest expression of one of these two polar opposites bears within it some small seed and measure of its own balancing. Hmm. Wow, interesting. Okay. So let's take the idea of please don't hurt me and that sense of aggressiveness.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, to s- s- cite my parallel tradition, the Jewish tradition in the book of Ecclesiastes, to everything there is a season. Hmm. There is a time for peace and there is a time for war. Well, Gee, that seems odd. Um, there's a time for war. Well, y- yes, there. Are, these are opposing and balancing tendencies and energies. There's a time to plant things and a time to harvest things, yeah. and those are reflections of a grand universal truth, which is the constant shifting and balancing of forces. Mm, interesting. So, um. In order to really be righteous, to be good, to be whole, to be balanced, means you have to actually have some of the light, and you have to have some of the dark. And most failings, and maybe even most deep personal flaws, are the result of some great imbalance within us. Yeah. Uh. Consider something like courage. Uh any kind of courage. You could think about courage on the battlefield or just interpersonal courage. You know, I'm I'm courageous enough to go up and talk to some stranger who I'm interested in, whatever it might be. It's a- anything. Um courage requires a measure of aggressiveness. Yeah, sure. Well, you gotta get ready and you know, suck in your gut and you gotta pull gear, gear up foot and, foot and get ready, together. right? Psych yourself up so you can go into battle. Yeah. If it didn't require that, it wouldn't be courage. It would just be a pedestrian normal experience that anybody could do. <laughs> yeah. An experience which requires courage requires that you, well, that you get a little aggressive. Mm. That you charge into something which other people wouldn't charge into. Right. Why is a fireman courageous? Well, because while most people are running out of the building, <laughs> the the firefighter runs into the building. Now, if I said to you, is it wise to run into a burning building? Clearly not. You would say clearly not. No? In fact, you would say it's foolish. <laughs> um. That's about the least self-preservation thing-oriented thing you could do. It. Yeah. Right? That, that is, Goes right? Could it get any more it. foolish? Every creature in the whole world knows to run from fire. Yeah. But one of our greatest heroes is someone who runs into a fire in order to save other people. The, the, the most courageous act is amongst the most foolish and foolhardy acts, except when it's done with that intention. To everything there is a season. Hmm. There is a time obviously for running away from fires (laughs) when it's out of control and it's not a nice little, you know, bonfire that you've built in the fire ring. uh, That's that's the time to run away. Yeah. But there is also a time to run towards it, Hmm. uh, to be aggressive towards it, to fire fighter. They're fighting the fire. And in martial arts training, while it's obviously best to avoid the fight, hmm. that's the side of the light. You have to walk through life peaceful and courteous and avoiding uh, uh, violence and unnecessary aggression. Yeah. But, and there's that but again. There's the but. There is a time for everything. And when the fight is on, boy, you better be aggressive. Yeah. You better be aggressive. Because if you are not, well, not only will you lose the battle, lose the fight, and let's say that it's a fight that matters more than just a sparring match, that it's a real battle. A real world conflict. One with real consequences to you. Well, you don't increase your vulnerability and your passivity. Yeah. You better not. (laughs) It's not the right choice. Hmm. That is the dark circle within the lighter half to remind you that no matter how compassionate you are, no matter how forgiving and flexible you are, you cannot be 100% compassionate, flexible, and forgiving. Mm -hmm. You cease to be. You lose that essential tension within. Essential tension. That gives you life. Yeah. A person who is only compassionate, 100% compassionate with everything and everybody they ever encounter ever along their way. Can you imagine how, I mean, you could never leave your house. Yeah. Yeah. The whole world would would destroy you. You would be. You would be. You would be. All of your energy would be zapped into the uh, uh, unbelievable hardship and suffering of the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have to admit, I I get that place sometimes where I feel it's just, you know, it's all coming down on you. Feel like you're feeling too much for things you can't control.
1: So, look, we want to feel that way, don't we? Yeah. We want to be able to summon compassion to say in a moment when I could be selfish, to say, Hmm, this is a moment which calls for compassion and self-sacrifice for doing with less so that another might do with more. This is a moment of restriction of the self and expansion of concern for others. Those are yin yang kinds of tensions. Concern for myself, concern for others. Mm. If I only have concern for others, well, right, right, they're gonna step all over me. You become the doormat. Yeah. That that's not a a, a morally superior position to be in. Yeah, truthfully, you have to have a little tough, a little aggression. Mm. I won't let you treat me that way. There is a time for that, for that expansion of the self and the constriction of concern for others, that yin-yang balance between expansion and constriction, and that concern for others, concern for myself, passivity and aggression, rest and intensity are not separate from each other. They're part of an ever-emerging dialogue. One is the part of the other. Hmm. As surely as you must be able to summon compassion, you must be able to summon aggressiveness, passion, intensity, maybe even anger. Hmm. Is there not also a season for anger? If you're never angry at anything, what kind of person are you? A one-dimensional person. Yeah. And are you not paying attention? There's a lot to be angry about. Yeah. Now, if you are always angry, then you lose any capability to you know, a- a- ever be effective because anger will blind you ultimately. Yeah. It's the dual-edged sword. But the same is true as uh, if you are always and only compassionate yeah. and never angry. This is something that gets under my skin, Marshall. Is uh, everybody sort of promotes? Um, th- th- there's a very it's a very popular trend culturally, I think, to promote being vulnerable. Oh yeah, right. We're you know we um, we we praise people. Oh, I'm so thank you for being so vulnerable. Mm. In, in the martial arts world, th- this is like a preposterous thing. <laughs> I, it makes me... It's ridiculous. It, it, it's ridiculous. What do you mean to be more vulnerable? You want to be less vulnerable. Yeah. In fact, uh, you want to be able to understand the other guy's vulnerabilities mm. and to recognize your own, but you certainly don't want to make yourself more you want to make yourself stronger, yeah. less vulnerable, better defended, yeah. more vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> you don't turn your body square towards the opponent, give them a big target to kick right in the middle. Yeah. You turn, blade your body, hold your hands up because there's a recognition that we are vulnerable. Hmm. But... We don't have to become more vulnerable. Yeah. You think the firefighter doesn't know that they are vulnerable when they run into the building? <laughs> they know. Calculated risk for the greater good. Mm. That's heroism. It's a calculated risk. They know. But it's not foolish. It's courageous because it's a balance between that and they. When they go in, they go in with the axe and the hat and the coat and the boots and the and the hose and the extinguisher and the oxygen and the mask and a whole crew of other people behind them. <sighs> yeah. Because they want to be as l- less vulnerable as possible yeah. when exposing themselves in the, to this kind of danger. Absolutely. Um and they certainly don't restrict their aggressiveness.
0: Yeah. In order
1: to be courageous, they they have to be willing to go in and fight against that fire.
0: Yeah, they're not fire
1: martyrs. That's right, they're not. Oh my god, that's brilliant. (laughs) That's brilliant. They're not fire martyrs. Yeah, that's right. It's not the purpose. No. And um, now, so uh, uh, people say, um, you know, don't hurt me. I think, well, don't give me cause to hurt you. Yeah. Because, boy, you give me cause, I, I'm ready. You're the capable. I'm very, very courteous <laughs> because you haven't given me cause. Um, we, we talked before about the um, the Korean phrase, il kyuk pil sal. Right. There is a time for aggressiveness. And when it is that time, a whole person... We'll be able to summon it as one of the important forces which we have within us mm. and to deliver it m- without hesitation uh here's the swift kick in the soul part, oh okay, yeah, which is um and I na you know. Uh, taekwondo influenced my religious life in a lot of ways, some of which you can kind of predict or which um, are maybe more obvious as sure. two different spiritual practices. But some were really surprising to me. And 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 one of them is, is this phenomenon where I thought, um, look, when you break boards, when you're sparring, you kind of got to get mean. Mm-hmm. And certainly in practical self defense, boy, if somebody grabs you or hurts you, you better get mean. Yeah. That's right. I'm mean. I'm angry. I'm mean and I'm explosive. Mm hmm. Right. This is not no more Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. It's time for nice. It's time for mean. Mm. I'm going to bring intensity, explosiveness. Yeah. Um, uh, when you're sparring and you're breaking boards, you have to be intense. Yeah. So I thought to myself, in the clergy role, what if we prayed this way? Huh.
0: With intensity?
1: Yeah. With a little bit of, a little bit more passion. Hmm. In, in, in music, don't... Don't we talk about the attack of the note? Yeah. Right? That that moment of contact between the person and the instrument where the intensity of the note gets determined. Mm. What if I prayed that way, Hmm. the same way that I I kicked, and with that, I'm going to say it, with that aggressiveness, with that passion, with that intensity? Mm. What if I prayed in such a way that... Uh, people say, hey, whoa, don't oh, don't no. don't pray for me like that. Like uh, <laughs> careful with that, Rabbi. It might hurt somebody with those uh, prayers. That's funny. Right. It is funny because we never think about our prayers that way. Mm.
0: And there's a lot of traditions that I think make a big deal out of being uh, ov- overly humble or overly subservient to yes, the higher power. Right,
1: right, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um meek. Meek, that's it. Meekness, yes. There's a time for meekness, mm. isn't there? Of course, sure. of course, there is. Um, there's a time for submission, there's a time to restrict, you know, and a time to expand. Mm. And um, I guess my opposition to meekness is not the meekness itself, it's the exclusivity. It's the same opposition I have to an exclusively aggressive person right right you, you 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 can't be that way yeah that's that that that's a schism that's an internal break hmm. that's the sign of something wrong with us if if we're so compassionate that we allow others to take advantage of us right What's that? Yeah. Uh aren't you also a person? Right? You you, you, right, you you're have wor- to so worried about them? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're a them to somebody <laughs> else, so aren't you equal at least equally valuable? Yeah. Enough that there could be a time when you have to be aggressive mm. to say this is not a time for peace. This is a time for war. This is not a time for gathering together, but a time for spreading out. Right. Um, I think we like that uh, passage uh, uh, from the Bible because there's a really cool pop song about it because it sounds really nice. Sure, there's a time for this and a time for that. Oh, yeah. But the implications are quite profound. Mm. And um, I found the the balance of martial practice with my religious practice to be crucial, to remind me that, yes, you have to be humble. Yes, you have to be meek. Yes, you have to be powerful. Yes, you have to be aggressive. Mm. It's yes to all of those things. Mm. It's striking the balance of them. If someone is just aggressive, they're not a soldier or a firefighter or a hero. They're just cruel. That's what it means to be cruel. Yeah. So um, you have to have some of that in order to be courageous. What if our prayers had to be more courageous? If we had to bring a measure of fortitude, of I'm going to pray even though it's hard. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pray hard. Yeah, I'm going to inject I'm all gonna my attention. I'm going to deliver a swift kick in the soul. <laughs> right, I'm going to direct all of my attention and intention to it. Yeah. I'm going to allow that small circle of dark within that half of light to grow a little bit mm. so as to balance things out a little more. I found my martial arts practice allowed me to balance out the courtesy and humility, which are fundamental to both the taekwondo and martial arts practice and to the Jewish practice. Yeah. And uh, to bring that uh, into an active harmonization and and, and balancing. Yeah. Because it's not a one-time thing. It's an ever-changing thing. With uh, capacity and power and strength uh, uh, intensity and uh, uh, yeah maybe even a little bit of that that dark within the light huh very interesting that's a whole person that's a uh, nuanced person that's a nuanced person yeah and isn't that um if we take that um as a um as a message about the nature of the world around us then um, uh, then, God's world is a world in which these, this balancing, this spiral, defines our experience. And so to be in harmony with the world means to maintain this balance. Hmm. So you can't always be vulnerable. You can't always be humble. You can't always be aggressive. And you can't always be uh, intense. It's it's really the striking of that balance.
0: Yeah, it's what's well, such a beautiful way to put it. Um, man, what a, what a great conversation that was. Mm. Thank you, man. If it, yeah, i Thank you. I, I feel the power. I gotta like woo, woo, woo sigh a little bit. <laughs> <sighs> Cause it is it's intense when you talk about the a lot of people I feel are comfortable having things one way or they feel like they want to have a black and white clear cut thing. And it, it just, it's just not a vivid picture of humanity to me. It's not for for, for me in this conversation, the word is like, it's just one
1: dimensional as, as, as what, what it says to me. Yeah. <clears throat> I, um, I think part of that is just the uh, um, the very large-scale cultural divisiveness which yeah. we have. Man, Left, yeah. right, rich, poor, up, down. I mean, there's so many it's, it's so uh, divisions right that are so deeply, it seems, even more deeply ingrained than they've ever been. Yeah. Um, uh, a, a lot of it is, uh, uh, I believe, a, a false set of distinctions. Mm, right, right. That one dimensionality is so false. It's and um, I guess whichever dimension it is that you have, if you only have that one, you know, then then you really are one dimensional and um, lacking so much depth. Yeah, that's right. R- real depth and real understanding. It, it, it's about to me. It's about understanding the nature of of the world around us and our own nature. Um, we are not one dimensional. Yeah, things in the real world
0: are not one dimensional.
1: The no, issues we're dealing yeah, with are right, not one dimensional.
0: Yeah. The the people that we're arguing with,
1: right. They are not, not one dimensional. There's not one response, yeah, which is always the right one. Always be this way. Mm-hmm. That 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 can't be. Um, here here's a good a, a good music analogy is um, uh, uh, dynamics within music. Yeah. If your music is always at its <laughs> loudest, yeah. it's not, I mean, it is, it's the flow of dynamics between soft and loud, between the volumes, uh, rising and falling, yeah. that gives some, and it doesn't matter the genre of music, that's true of heavy metal music, yes. and it's true of classical music, and mm. um, if it's always soft and quiet. Well, that's just like background fill. It's not music. Yeah. If it's always loud and crescendo, you know, that's just noise. It's not music. So, uh, there's got to be some dynamic. There's got to be moments where it's more tranquil and moments where it's more intense and more frenzied, mm. in order for it to honestly be interesting. Totally. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I think like. The, art and music are maybe one area that can help us figure out some of that divisiveness because, and I don't mean like which kind you like or don't like, because yeah. people are as divisive about that. <laughs> but I mean, just to think more philosophically about it, like, um, uh, recognizing that, uh, good music isn't just loud or, or, or soft. Yeah. Um, a, a well-rounded person isn't just, uh, tempered yeah. or intemperate. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, there are times for crescendo and intensity within uh, life and within music, and there are times also to rest um, and be um, at ease with the way things are, yeah. more accepting. so uh striking that balance, yeah it, um, uh, it it it's true in in sparring, it's true in in music, it's true in life um and just like um in your spiritual practice without intensity without that aggressive and passion without that uh fight deep down within i i think your spiritual life is going to lack yeah it's 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 not the life i want then it's it's just empty repetition
0: it's certainly not going to be an interesting spiritual life
1: no it's not and i don't think it will allow you the the self-discovery which, right. which we've talked about many times, I believe, is at the heart of why we practice our, our spiritual practice, it's mm. to know who we are, to discover who we are and our relationship to the world around us. Um, so uh, that one-dimensionality in our spiritual practice, n- no good. In our interpersonal practice, uh, again, to always be aggressive, or and uh, or to be a doormat—I mean, e- either one of those is, is 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 a failure in our relationship life, yeah. for sure. And in music, um, I'm sorry to say, it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. <laughs>
0: It don't mean a thing. Oh man! If it
1: ain't got that swing. If it ain't got that swing. That's right. You know, your 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 punch has to have intensity. <laughs> your music has to have attack. Your relationships, um, you have to be who you are. You have to stand up for yourself. Express yourself in your relationships, even in your collaborative ones, and uh, certainly in your spiritual life. Um, uh, your prayers, your meditations, whatever your uh, spiritual practices be, um filled with some intensity Mm. and some passion and some punch behind it. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for joining in. Really appreciate you listening. If you're liking the podcast, uh, rate us. Please review us. Let us know what you think. Tell your friends. Really trying to grow our audience. Um, So please, um, uh, don't assume everybody knows about us. (laughs) Tell them all to listen in. That's right. All right. well, We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody.